My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. We have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Welcome back to Conservative Daily Podcast. Um, we have a special guest that's here with us every Wednesday. So happy Wednesday. Um, we'll just go ahead and bring on CanCon, otherwise known as Brian Lupo. Brian, welcome to the show. Hey, Joe. How you doing, brother? Good, brother. How you been? Uh, you know, it's another day um, going through the grind. Uh, thank you again for the introduction last week, or uh, excuse me, on Monday uh, with with. Jeff Lenberg, that was that was clutch, clutch uh, uh, introduction there. So appreciate that. Well, I tell you what, we're we're all in this together. They keep trying to do things that I think are designed to keep us guessing. And one of the issues that came up this morning, somebody sent me a post, Mr. Producer. I'll put this out for you. Channel Nine in Colorado posted that there are several counties that are going to give people access to uh, go in and look at the scanned ballots. And I looked at it and went, that doesn't make any difference at all. That doesn't help us. Looking at a scanned ballots on a machine and saying, oh, you can look at the 55,000 images yourself. It's all gaslighting. And oh, you, you can change the images. We know this now that the images can be altered. This is not like this isn't even debatable anymore. You know, the 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 uh, the Michigan students at DEF CON in 2019 showed how to do this. We've shown proof of it happening in Cherokee County as well as Otero County. It, like this isn't beyond like we need the physical paper, man. That's that's the only thing uh, that, that I give a damn about. And they're keeping us away from the paper. It's, it's not even a matter of that, that okay, you, you, you relent and say, ah, I'll let you look at the ballots. We can look at those anyway. We can, we can, we can Cora or uh, do FOIA requests on, on, on ballot images in most states. But the machine themselves, Brian, the machines themselves can actually produce ballots like, out of thin air and fill in the box as if somebody did it by hand. People are like, oh, that can't happen. <laughs> yes, it can. Mr. Producer, put up that story real quick, if you would. So ballot images are published for electronic tra election transparency. Brian, is this transparent? No, not at all. Not even a little bit. Um, you know, there's, there's so much that goes along with this. And, you know, going, you know, obviously Georgia's kind of my wheelhouse. Going to Georgia, I mean... We're missing 
the original ballot images. So we don't even have the the original ballot images for for Fulton County and and other places in Georgia. They're all deleted. And and not only are they deleted, the the Shaw files that would validate that the new images are the you know weren't altered. Those are deleted. And this is for in-person voting, not for absentee. And then, uh, you know, a lot of the counties we're finding now, like I found in Floyd County, the, the system log files for the, the election day event itself are deleted. We have the, the log files leading up to it. We have the log files for the recount, but we don't have the log files for the actual election day um, uh, event. And, you know, they say, well, we didn't upload it to the memory card. Okay, well, then it's still on that memory card. So just take the memory card, plug it into the EMS and, and upload it. You know, that's 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 what I'm asking for my open records. Well, we don't have that anymore. So you're saying you deleted the memory card. You you, you won't spend twenty five bucks for a new memory card to run your primary election on. You you had to delete the 2020 election and, and move on. It's it's insane, Joe, like the 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 stonewall that we see in this, you know, going back to what you said about the four levels. That was incredible. You know, that's that's a logic process that everybody needs to use in looking at the 2020 election. And, and they're, they're doing the same gaslighting in the primaries, doing the same gaslighting where you can look at the images, look at the images, look at the images. But the more we get into how deep the machines were designed to steal the voice of the American people, the worse it gets. And, and Brian, let me ask you a question. Do you want to be here going through this? I mean, is this like, I mean, if you had to pick what you were going to do, would you, would you want to have to, to fight over this? I mean, is it, are you a conspiracy theorist? I'm definitely not a conspiracy theorist, um, although most of, well, no, no, I am a conspiracy theorist until they become true, and then I'm a journalist. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, you know, that's a fair question. Um, no, I, I don't want to be doing this. I mean, I, I, if if it has to be done, you know, I'll, I'll like you say, I'll stand in the gap and I'll do it, but, you know, I don't want to be doing this. There's other stuff I could be reporting on besides election, uh, you know, just the new, the new bivalent vaccine came out today. Uh, we just saw this. They, they're, they're still, you know, the, the, the handful of people, I just published this article, the handful of people that are still in the grasp of fear, you know, that the FDA and CDC, you know, are, are kind of holding over us. Um, there's a brand new vaccine out today, the Bivalent, B-I-V-A-L-E-N-T, uh, still not approved. The Comenarty FDA approved vaccine is still nowhere to be seen a year after it was approved. Um, you know, it was approved eight days ago. A year and eight days ago today, and we still don't have a Cominardi vaccine. And why do we even need vaccines? I mean, I think that's the the, the, the billion-dollar question. Why do you need it? Natural immunity. And we had prophylactics that were working to save lives, and they kept those out of the hands of, of everyday Americans. You know, the, the mainstream media on the radical left side, I'll just say the mainstream media because actually you can't tell the difference between most of them, including Fox News, uh, have been talking about this civil war and that we're, at, we're in a civil war. And I'm like, okay, well, first of all, these guys have never seen blood shed before, so they have no idea what war looks like. But the, 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 uh, the imaginary man, the illegitimate man himself, reiterated that if you're, you want to fight you're, you're going to need an F-15. Go ahead and play A-0, if you will, Mr. Producer. Right now, you can't go out and buy an automatic weapon. You can't go out and buy a cannon. And for those brave right-wing Americans who say it's all about keeping America, keeping America's independent and safe, if you want to fight against the country, you need an F-15. You need a, something a little more than a gun. No, I'm not joking. Think about this. What kind of is that? 
<laughs> you know, wasn't there like, who was it that made the nuke statement a while back? Like it was before the 2020 election and somebody said, you, if you, if, if you want to fight the U.S. government, you better have nukes. You know, what, what Joe forgets when he talks about this F-15, you might have F-15s, but you know what you don't have? Pilots. Because you're not going to have anybody to fly that F-15 if, if you try and use it against American citizens in mass. Now, when you look at what's going on with the vaccine in the military and this, this you know, don't question orders, just take whatever, you know, we give you. What, what, what they might be doing with that is weeding out the people that aren't go or that will, you know, take an order like that to attack on, on the American populace if something goes down like that. Um, man, well, that was that's a boneheaded statement. When when uh, so I, when when I would wrestle, the one thing that I learned is there's not a whole lot that can happen to you when you get in a fight if you're right next to them, right? And I think there's enough pilots and there's enough people who are willing to stand up that they they forget that we under it's our this is our country, right? So we're not just going to go for we're not going to go to our little hidey hole over here and wait for you to bomb us with an F-15. We're going to go to you. We're going to go to where the F-15s are. We're going to go to where the, you know, we're going to bring it to you. I mean, if, if it ever got to that point, Brian, we're, we're not going to sit over here and wait for you to attack. We're not defensive people. We're offensive people. We're protecting our nation. And so for them to sit there and say, you need an F-15, when you get close to the body, you can't take a punch. It's really simple, right? When you're in close, you can't take a punch. So it, we're going to be in close. Yeah. And, and the, the amount of the amount of the, the progression that we would have to get to the, to the point where the, the federal government is considering using an F-15 against the people. That's not what we're intending. If it gets to that point, uh, I think the military is already, you know, pick, have, have, by that point, they've already picked the side that they're on. And I, I do believe that, you know, being a being a veteran myself, I do believe that most of the military uh, would say, even if they don't agree with the, the populace, they would say, I don't want to get involved in this. I'm not I'm not. I'm not doing that. That's, you know, those are my cousins. Those are my brothers and sisters. Those that's my family. Um, I, I don't think it'll ever get to that point. But what Joe misunderstands is that the, the you know, the AR-15, the AK-47s, these assault rifles, they're not for going against the military. They're for our own protection when you come and try and force us to take a vaccine that we don't want to take. You know, right. therefore, when you come and raid our houses because we bought three guns. Oh, boy, you bought three guns. Now the ATF has to come to your house and actually visually inspect the gun. Get, get out of here. There, there's no stipulation on that in, in the uh, uh, in the Constitution. Shall not be infringed is, is one of the most uh, explicitly <laughs> defined terms in the Constitution. I, I mean, I am a I am an absolutist when it comes to the Second Amendment. I think that we should be able to have F-15s if you can afford it. And by the way, you can actually you can buy an F-16. You can, yeah. uh, you can. I, I actually wanted to go buy one just so I could say, hey, Joe, I got myself an F-15. What, what's next? What's next? Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you remember, Joe, do you remember the Pepsi points? Like, like probably 20 years ago, Pepsi used to have a commercial where you collect Pepsi points. And at the, it, mm -hmm. during the Super Bowl, they aired a commercial where if you have like 35 million Pepsi points, you can get an AV-8B Harrier jet. Yeah. And in the commercial, the jet lands and the kid's like, 35 million Pepsi points. Well, somebody went out there and gathered 35 million Pepsi points and went to Pepsi and said, where's my Harrier? And sued them for, for not providing them with a Harrier. So, and he lost. He, That's one of my favorite stories. He lost. <laughs> 
Oh, he lost? Yeah, he lost. Yeah, the, the, the commercial was an exaggeration. That's what they said. <laughs> so you, I you, mean, I took, it, I took it literal. That's false advertising. I mean, that's why he right. went out and gathered 35 million Pepsi points. He I had mean, his own I fund. Just, he had tons of people come together to buy the plane, and the, he lost. Oh, wow. that's, I would assume for the time that I spent collecting that. I only got $33 million. I needed $35 million, so. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't get the Harrier. You got the little one with the little battery, the little two-year-old gets it. I got the little attack chopper, you know, the, the, the handheld one, though, that you crash into everything in your house. So, so we have another we have another lawsuit that was dismissed, and you wrote a story about this. This is the Lake versus Hobbs case, um, and uh, you know, as you wrote it, it, says Lake versus Hobbs case in Arizona dismissed. We're sure you can guess why. Was it because of the information that was presented? Yeah, you know, this is one time when the judge actually looked at the evidence and was like. You guys don't have it. No, it's standing, Joe. You know that. <laughs> this was dismissed on standing. Nobody wants to actually see the evidence. Nobody and wants to look at it. And they saw the evidence. Yeah. Well, they got the depositions, and you know they they got they deposed people, and they got guys like Clay Perique that absolutely blows the mind of anybody that could think that these machines are safe. Um, but they, it's it's. I am so frustrated by our judicial system. I I can't stand. It's it. compromised. It's not. It's Absolutely. it's a China judiciary. It's a judiciary of extremists. These people are terrorists. I mean, in essence, our judiciary has turned into domestic terrorism. They are terrorizing the American people and allowing, with impunity, things to happen to people in our community, with reckless regard for the outcome. Uh, tired of feeling like someone's always watching on the internet, maybe advertisers know a little too much about you. IP Vanish is a solution for you. You can use IP Vanish on your, your computer, tablets, phones. You can use it on multiple devices at the same time without sacrificing speed. Um, they're, for you, and, and here's the thing it, it, it blocks advertisers, hackers, um, your ISP, third parties from getting access to information to you, uh, blocks people from getting access to your passwords. All the data is encrypted. And for our listeners, you can get 70% off their yearly plan for listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button. A disclaimer, if you are using things, True Social, you have to turn off the VPN. If you are using things like uh, vMix, uh, Chevy apps, or things like that. So there are some things that does need a dedicated IP, um, and it recognizes that. So just keep that in mind. So go to ipvanish.com slash daily, use promo code daily, and save your 70% off. It's not. It's not just the judiciary. It's the entire bar system. It's the entire legal profession right now has gotten so twisted up into semantics, and you know, being able to use these little loopholes and everything to get away from any type of accountability for anything. And it, this isn't just. This isn't just dealing with the election. You know, I'm. I'm about to write an article. Uh, about a Stanford law professor that was, you know, calling Trump all these terrible things. I mean, he insinuated that Trump was destroying these documents in, in this interview. Um, and I wrote him a long, it was about five or six paragraphs. I sent it over to a mutual friend of ours that's a law professor. And I asked him to read it just to give me his opinion. He said, it's very well written. Um, so I sent it to this law professor. And you know what the law professor wrote me back? I, and I, and I, I acknowledge that I'm a, I'm a writer for a national publication and I'm, I'm writing a story on this and I'd like right. some clarification. And he wrote, my source is the, is the, is the uh, search warrant and that's all he wrote back. Like I asked him questions about you know, how the president can be 
uh, charged under the Espionage Act for, for having classified documents when he has plenary power to declassify anything he wants? Like, how can you charge him with that? You think he's stupid? Like, uh, excuse me, Mr. President, you're not allowed to have those documents. It's They're classified and it's the Espionage Act. And, and he goes, declassified. declassified. Just, just <laughs> waves his... Goes, declassified. Problem solved, right? Right? Problem solved. You know, Washington Post wrote an article two day, uh, three days ago, and the Washington Post said... Um, they said that Trump has been taking these documents while he was in the White House to the residency in the White House. And also when he goes on trips overseas, he was taking these documents with them. Do you think this man, President Trump is one of the smart, you, you, the media can say whatever they want about him. He's one of the smartest presidents we've ever had. You know, his IQ, I don't know where his IQ rates and everything, but through the roof, dude. He is. And, and do you think that that President Trump is is taking these documents back to his, you know, to the to the to the residents and, and on these trips? And do you think it never once occurred to him, like, maybe I should declassify these before I, you know, before the presidency is up because I want to take them back to Mar-a-Lago and, and, and keep these for the case I'm building against the FBI with Crossfire Hurricane and everything. Right. I mean, that, that would make sense. Right. Right. But no, they want you to think that he's an idiot. And, and President Trump was like, I'm just going to bring these back here and never declassify them. It's it's the stupidest argument I've ever heard, and and this law professor had no ground whatsoever to stand on with me. Well, but they don't have any facts, Brian. I think that my my issue is that the American people are being sold this bag of goods through the mainstream media. I think the mainstream media is the most dangerous thing in our country. They they basically are a terrorist organization, a cabal, a, a fraternity of people that want to destroy the American ideal. But but but. But, but here's the problem. Actually, it's not a problem, but it is a problem. The evidence was presented in the Lake versus Hobbs case. You had someone that was a tester. Clay Perique was a tester. He, he, he was, this is what he did. And he mm-hmm. had evidence that stated that they kept him away from the source code and that the vulnerability testing, the, the penetration testing, it was failing at every front. Failing. You know, it, there, there's, a, there's a saying that, that uh, where, there's, where there's smoke, there's fire, right? And in this case, we don't have smoke. We, we can actually see the fire. We have enough evidence to show the fire, and yet they are lying every single day out of their fat faces about what we should be, what, what, what the reality is related to the election machines. And they're using the same words, misinformation, disinformation, misinformation, disinformation. So, Brian, how do we cut through it? <laughs> you know, the Clay Perique testimony, I had a chance to interview him as well as see, uh, you know, he expounded upon a lot of this stuff at the, at the Truth Summit a couple of weeks ago. Um, dude, I, I mean, we, we have more than just the, the visual of the fire. We have burning bodies now at this point. Like we have, we have like the burning bodies and we have like the charred frames of houses as the fire is still raging down the block. And, you know, I, I look to, uh, I, I just, this is what I want from one of these judges. I look at Clarence Thomas in, in Biden versus Knight's first amendment. It was actually originally Trump versus uh, Knight's first amendment, but it was a free speech, um, uh, case against Twitter. And at the very end of it, Clarence Thomas in his, in his, in his, uh, I think it was an opinion, uh, consenting opinion. He said, you know, it's time we reel in these social media platforms and we need to call them a, 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 um, uh, a town hall, you know, a, a, like a community thing. 
And he said, but this is not the case to do it. And I want to judge just one time to con conclude that, look, the jurisdiction is not here, but the evidence is. So get your jurisdiction right, and we need to hear this case. Like, just one time, because now this is just another thing that the media is going to say, oh, see, another case uh, another case dismissed, another case that they lost. They don't say dismissed. They say lost. You know, and, and again, there's no evidentiary hearing here. There's no uh, judgment based on merit. It's just kick the can down the road. Well, and then we have the, the tech companies that are silencing everything that is said. So the yeah. dangers are there. The, da the dangers are very pronounced. And the dangers are, are that we, we, as we speak, the mainstream media acts as the authority. They use words like fact checker. They, they are using a psyops to try and convince people that a lie is the truth. And it's happening every day, all day. Have I been on since my article about the, the EIISAC and Department of Homeland Security? No. I don't think that? I... I don't think we, dude, I don't think we've discussed that yet. No. Um, let me send that to Apollo. Apollo, I just sent you um, two Washington Post screenshots. Can is there any chance you could pull them up? I just this is just going back to that Wapo article and fake news. I want to show you how bad this is, um, and then I'll send you Apollo. I'm sorry, I forgot so, we haven't. So, so this. Zach is actually uh, running the board today. Zach, did you get oh, the Wa Zach, Wapo? Sorry. Can you send it to Ash, please? Yeah, can you send it to Ash? Absolutely. Right. Okay, send it, to, send it to Ash, and she'll put it up on the, on the deal. But And send your, that article as well. We'll put that up. Um, yep. So let, let's quickly just go through the Hobbs versus um, uh, Lake. And I think you have access to this, but A3, this is uh, – and Clay Perique's testimony mentioned above has suggested the test, testing these machines go through nothing more than a proverbial check in the box to instill a false sense of security that the machines are functioning properly. And um, – and, and it's, it says in here, believe a single vote is cast. Before a single vote is cast, uh, Arizona election equipment undergoes thorough testing by independent neutral experts. Electronic voting equipment must be tested by both the Secretary's Certificate Committee and Election Assistance Commission. Accredited testing laboratories before it may be used in an Arizona election. Um, and then it goes in and says before the 2020 election, for example, Maricopa County Dom Dominion Voting Systems Democracy Suite 5.5B equipment underwent testing by Pro VNV and AEC accredited testing laboratory to receive a certificate of conformance from the EAC. So, so but Clay just said it failed. Well, he, he didn't say they failed. He said they won't let him. They wouldn't let him go further into the testing they would stop him like can can you imagine doing an audit and you're like you know your auditor your, your irs auditor is, is going through your books and you're like all right we need to see your bank account now and it's like well you can see my bank account but you can't go past august of 2021 you can't look past that don't go any further than that like that's that's insane to think that you would you would try and stop a tester but this goes back to the conflict of interest the whole the biggest thing that that we need to one of the biggest things that needs to change with the testing aspect of this is the machine the, the testing companies can no longer be paid by dominion and esns and hard inner civic and all these companies they need to be paid by the taxpayers in the state this needs to be funded by the state it is an absolute conflict of interest for pro vnv to get a paycheck for a job well done from dominion voting and they say, if you pull that article back up, they say explicitly on their website that they 
uh, they look forward to you know certifying the machines to your satisfaction or whatever it is. Basically, saying that we are here uh, to uh, where? Let me see. Where's the scroll down? Just or scroll? Yeah, down just a little bit. Um, and before we go on, we have a new sponsor of the show. That is American Hartford Gold. If you're like us here at Conservative Daily, you are growing more and more and you are concerned about the future. And how could you not be? Inflation is at its highest level in 40 years. Interest rates are skyrocketing. Market experts like Jamie Dimon, CEO of JP Morgan, not only predict a recession, but are using terms like economic hurricane and unprecedented. If you want to protect your future, do what I did. Call the only precious metal dealers that I trust, American Hartford Gold. They can show you how to protect your savings and retirement accounts by diversifying your portfolio with physical gold and silver. All it takes to get started is a short phone call, and they'll have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA or 401k. And they make it easy. They are the highest rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the BBB and thousands of satisfied clients. If you call them right now, they will give you up to $1,500 of free silver on your first qualifying order. So don't wait. Call them now. Call 855-965-5545. That's 855-965-5545 or text the word FREEDOM to 998899. Again, that's 855-965-5545, or text FREEDOM to 998899. Uh, I'm not sure where exactly it is, but I, I know I put it in there. Where, where ProVNV, it's, it's on their mission. It's on their mission, uh, on their homepage, to, to certify the machines to your satisfaction. Let me, oh wow, I get a forbidden now when I go to ProVNV.com. You got it forbidden. Yeah, but I have a VPN, so it's probably just that. They want to know who you are. Um, if you go in here, it says... Okay, yeah, here, trying, here I got it. The mission says, uh, since our founding in 2011, we have always had one focus, our clients. Now remember, their clients are not the people. Their clients are not the state entities. Their clients are the voting machine manufacturers, Dominion, ES, and S, right. and all them. We've always had one focus, our clients. ProVNV exists to help its clients comply with regulations and system and software testing in the most efficient and professional manner possible and will always be dedicated to verifying your products to your satisfaction. Not to standards, not to make sure that they're performing the way that they're supposed to be performing. No, to your satisfaction. I mean, it's... They're telling you what they're doing, dude. They're telling you we're not we're not actually certifying these to make sure that the state is compliant or anything. No, we're certifying it to your satisfaction. So, you, you know the the reality of it is most people don't understand this. They don't understand where the, the that the machines are being double checked by the people that are doing the election. That that all the vulnerability tests. If they if if they wave their hand and said, oh, don't don't touch that," it's okay. You don't touch that. It's, it's a surface scratching of the equipment. And remember, they're still using 2016, Microsoft 2016, Office, two, or, I'm sorry, um, the operating system is, is 2016, Microsoft 2016. Well, the, yeah, and a lot, of the updates are, a lot of the updates aren't either. That's uh, aren't done. The security updates and all that, that's one of the things that, uh, that Jeff Lenberg found in Antrim County, a lot, as well as the ASOC team and all that. Um, and, and Halderman acknowledges that in his report, that these updates need to be done properly, and they're not being done. Um, 
But there's it's, a reason why we've gone past 2016. There's a reason why the operating systems we have today are more and more secure. There's a reason why they use SHA-256 and some encryption uh, technology in order to make sure that, that you have full encryption on your, on your databases. But they don't have any of that there at all. Well, the bottom line is that you can never make these machines secure. That was the whole point in Clay Perique's testimony is that even, even by today's standards, you know, he can hack them in two minutes three minutes, five minutes, whatever. I think he said his quickest time was two and a half minutes. His average time was five to 10 minutes. So you got to have five to 10 minutes with these machines. You can do it remotely. We know that there's remote access. Um, if you have that EIISAC gateway article that I published. Yeah, let's um, put this up. The private entity, put that up if you would, Mr. Producer. This is mind blowing, Joe. Like this, this should infuriate. I haven't seen this one. Every, this should infuriate every single American. This is the collusion between the federal first off it's the federalization of our elections all right the, the the gist of the story is there's this organization called the center for internet security cis and we found a contract actually the contract was actually found by tori morris uh found this contract i found the long fuse report which talks more in depth about this but in the contract um this cis company center for uh nonprofit cis is is uh, also acting as the EIISAC. Okay, so I'm just going to call it the ISAC. Okay, so back ISAC. up. So, so this is the ISAC is the um, Election Infrastructure Information Sharing and Analysis Center, right? Correct. Okay. For, okay. Yeah, so the ISAC, um, it, yeah, the information, yeah. They are contracted with the Department of Homeland Security if you scroll down just a little bit more, I, I, it's for some reason it's like all pixelated on the screen here, but I'm looking at it on the live stream as well. Okay, so right here, right here you see the agreement with the EIISAC entering into, I think this one's Hoke, Hoke County, North Carolina. It's over 2,000 counties that they're involved in, by the way. It's across the United States. Um, you know, we're in some groups where we're uncovering this just about everywhere. Now, the Department of Homeland Security is doing this work. They're funding this company, the EIISAC, and doing the work to this, giving the work to the states for free. So you now have a federally contracted private nonprofit reaching out to states and saying, hey, Department of Homeland Security is contracting us to, um, to, do, to shore up your, your security on your elections. Uh, do you want to sign this contract with us? And of course, the, the states are going to say, oh, yeah, sure. Of course, I'm going to do that. It's free, right? Why would I not do that? Now you have a, you know, a federally contracted entity that's in charge of the cybersecurity over all these states. Now, the Department of Homeland Security has now dictated uh, cybersecurity to include disinformation. Okay. And so if you scroll down, let me see where we're at. Um, all right, so keep going down just a little bit. Okay, here we can see that it's pursuant, the agreement is pursuant uh, to the federal government still funding them. Okay, so the states aren't paying anything. It says pursuant to the agreement, the Department of Homeland Security Center for Internet Security is providing cybersecurity services and associated security devices at no charge to the entity, and the entity is the county. Uh, scroll down a little bit more. And this is a nonprofit. Yeah, yeah, CIS is a nonprofit. So is the EIISAC. Um, the ability and obligation of CIS to provide these cybersecurity services and devices to the entity is at all times contingent on the availability and allocation of federal funds for this purpose. 
It is the federalization and privatization of our elections. Just keep scrolling. All right, now this is just all the access. And if you're, if you're a tech person, you can read this. I've sent it off to several tech people I know because I don't necessarily understand what, all, what it all implies. And they're like, with this information, you could do just about anything with this type of access. Okay, so right, this so goes through. Yeah, I'm trying to look at it while, while we're going through public and private IP address ranges, including a list of. Okay, all right. So this is all the the technology tech. Th th these are all the. Okay, so the entity has to give them all the information, including their IP banks, everything. Correct. Oh yeah, they, they have all sorts of access with. So this. they have full access to the machines. Pretty much, yeah. And they're the yeah. ones managing misinformation. Well, yeah, we're going to get into that pretty heavy here. Oh, um, my God. All right. So whenever you're done with that, go ahead and scroll down. Um, <sighs> all right. Now, this is where it gets heavy, man. All right. So there's this report out by an organization called the EIP, the Election Integrity Partnership, not to be confused with US EIP, uh, who's actually kind of on the good side. Well, not kind of on the good side in all this. The EIP is not so much on the good side, in my opinion. Um, because here is a quote from that article. The EIISAC, quote, acts as a singular conduit for election officials to report false or misleading information to platforms. The EIISAC serves as a, quote, one-stop reporting interface that allows election officials to focus on detecting and countering misinformation while the CIS and its partners reported the content to the proper social media platforms. Folks, this is a an entity that is funded by the federal government, the Department of Homeland Security, and is has a, a one-stop shop, an interface to say, hey, uh, ISAC, please get this stuff taken off of Twitter, get it taken off of YouTube, get it taken off of Facebook. That, if that's not a violation of the First Amendment, I don't know what is. Well, hold on, hold on a second. So they're, they're given full access to the machines. They're a nonprofit organization. The Department of Homeland Security goes to them and then uses them as a conduit to also then go to the social media platforms to tell them to take things down? Yep. If you question our work, we'll shut what you down. What the living... It's, dude, I don't know how this story isn't everywhere right now. This story should literally, if the Washington Post, the New York Times, you guys have zero credibility with me if, if you don't cover this. Like, Tucker Carlson, why are you not covering this? This is one of the most explosive, I mean, this is one hey, of listen, the grossest. Just, just so you know, while I'm on here, while I'm on the show, I'm actually texting Tucker. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually texting him this right now. This is unbelievable. 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 And, and, and I document everything, dude. Like all the contracts. I've got, you know, groups of people that are finding more and more contracts of these. They're FOIA requesting their counties to get the contracts. Uh, it's looking like the DHS paid somewhere around $49 million to, to this organization is, is what, what we're finding so far. We haven't gotten too you know, far along into that. But we have the EAC engaged in this. We have the CISA, which is part of the Department of Homeland Security. It's not just the Department of Homeland Security. Okay, so this is an NGO yep. that is contracted with DHS. Yep. And, and, and you could tell Tucker if he wants an exclusive. I'm writing in part two of this, but I'll... 
I'll break the part two on this. So the contract the DHS his. for election. Okay, for DHS for election security to state entities. Okay, for free. For free. And is also the same organization that works to censor any content they deem what they did de they deem fake false misinformation or disinformation by the way by the way in that article or excuse me in the long fuse report they mentioned gateway pundit like 50 times in there and Two of the sort, uh, two of the citations in there are uh, that Gateway Pundit promotes uh, false false information, and the two citations that I found so far is SharpieGate. They said Gateway promoted SharpieGate. We all know now SharpieGate is 100% real, 100% real. Um, Jovan has been on talking about it. Um, I've interviewed people that were on the floor at the audit that have talked about it. SharpieGate was real. So there's there's the first one. The second one is Solar Winds. They attack Gateway Pundit and say Gateway Pundit. Uh, claimed that Dominion used the same software that was part of the Solar Winds breach. Dominion, a Gateway pundit, never said that. Gateway pundit, in the citation that they put up, Gateway pundit said um, that they that Dominion uses Solar Winds. Never said that they use the Orion software. They use the ServeU software, which Dominion, you know, conveniently scrubbed from their their website, but it's still on the Wayback Machine. So, you know, it's just it's just they're sitting here saying that that, you know, we're here to stop disinformation. And then the two citations they give of disinformation are blatantly false, like they're false. It, it's you know, you're going to combat disinformation. You better make sure when you fight something that you know exactly what you're talking about. You know, this is going back to the lead stories fact check on El Paso County. You know, if you're going to put out if you're going to call somebody disinformation, you better be 100 percent certain that it's disinformation. So, uh, so I just I just sent him a text message. This is a huge story. Okay, it is, sent. You know, sent. And, and All right. So, I, I'm sitting here going, "How is this not something?" First of all, how did I miss it? How did you, Brian? How, how did you skip over and not send me this story and be like, "Bro, you need to share this. This has got to be the story of all stories." So this is actually this was actually one of the stories that helped uh, get me hired. Uh, well, not hired, but contracted with the Gateway Pundit to write for them. Um, and there, I, th I think it's going to be used uh, in, in their case in Missouri, as well as, uh, you know, Dr. Shiva has used this in his case, the long fuse. Now, he, he doesn't know about the contracts, and I don't, I don't think that he's tied it together, at least not publicly, you know, maybe in the court case, you know, kind of on the down low. Um, but, you know, I'd been sitting on the long fuse report for a while, and then somebody, uh, one of uh, Bill Bailey from Antrim County, one of Bill Bailey's, uh, you know, friends or something, sent him an email from Tory Says, you know, from the Tory Morris thing. And I, I went on there and I watched it and I was like, I saw that EIISAC thing and I was like, holy crap, this ties everything together. So I went and validated that the contracts are real, you know, got, got they're, you, they're open source, they're on Google. You can Google the contracts and get the Hope County, North Carolina DHS contract. You know, so it's all legitimate stuff. I mean, they, they're so brazen with it, Joe, that they don't have to hide it because they know who's going to do anything about this. Who is going to do anything about this? This is this is I, I, this is coercion Brian, between 
But this is why I talk about the doctrine of lesser magistrates. If, if anyone's going to do about it, it has to be us. We already know that the judiciary is not going to do anything about it. And they say the wheels of justice work slowly. No, they don't work slowly. We've been enslaved. We're slaves. So we if, we're sl- if we're slaves, let's go back to what slaves did when they found out they were slaves. I think we're getting close to that point. I cannot believe that they are policing themselves, and on top of that, they are stopping any truthful information from coming out. And, and look what they just did. To, they sacrificed one of their own, the FBI guy, because of the Hunter Biden story. They sacrificed one guy. Here you go. We're just going to let this guy go. They, they try to use this to try and control the narrative and control the populace, but, Brian, I think, I think the dam is breaking. I think people like me, well, people like you, people like Ammon Bundy, people like Tory. Well, I found a, um, you know, just a, a little little teaser as to what's coming else, what else is coming out on this. Uh, we found a private corporation that is very prominent and a, very, a household name that paid thousands of people, their own claim, thousands of people to scour the Internet and report disinformation. They weaponized and paid citizens to go out there and 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 censor this information and report it to Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and all those platforms. And this is a this is a household name company. And I will remind everyone before we go on that as we fight to take back our country and as we are all preparing for the future that lies ahead of us, how important it is for you to protect your family and prepare yourself to be able to do so. We're blessed to have a relationship with DCF Guns here in Colorado. They have three locations, one in Castle Rock and two down in Colorado Springs. Uh, But they have a ton of inventory. It's one of the things I love about DCF. They consistently have more inventory than anywhere else that I've, I've seen. If you need a handgun for concealed carry, if you need something to protect your home, go to DCF Guns at any of their locations. Uh, If you go to dcfguns.co, which is what you're looking at right now, you can go straight to their online store, and you can check out the things that they do currently have in stock right now. Make sure that you get something that's appropriate, and most importantly, make sure that you get some training. You can do that at DCF Guns. They offer some great training by some really, really phenomenal instructors. So go get something that's going to work for you, that's going to allow you to be prepared. Get ammo, magazines, whatever you need. They have safes. And most importantly, get training, get familiar with the weapon that uh, you choose, and make sure that you and your family are protected. So that's DCF Guns in Castle Rock and in Colorado Springs. They have two locations there. Go to dcfguns.co to go straight to their online store. It's, 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 dude, it, this, this report right here, it's 280 pages. I've read almost all of them by now. And uh, there's just so much information in there that, that they, don't, they don't hide it, bro. It's the Time Magazine, the hidden secrets of the 2020 election revealed. So, so, and they bragged about it then? Yeah. Because they, yeah. they knew they were going to get caught, so now they're bragging about it? Yep. I and started now- that article, actually. I started that article with that quote, you know, the hidden cabal quote, because, you know, like, you know, like when you, well, I, I don't know from personal experience, but, you know, they say when you commit a crime, you, you, you just want somebody to know, like you want to tell somebody. So you find that confidant, you know, that person that you can trust to, to say something to and you tell them, you're like, hey, man, you can't say anything. But, uh, you know, I, I, I ran a stop sign or you know, obviously no. I'm a little more serious than that. <laughs> but, I mean, 
Brian, I know you're not a Boy Scout. You ran more than just a stop sign. I I saw you. It was a red light, and you just ran through it like a bat out of hell. And I couldn't wait to tell people, and then they dimed me out. They couldn't wait to tell people. And that's what Time Magazine did. They couldn't wait to tell people what they did and what they know was done in the 2020 election. And it's coming out now that it's worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And every day we find something new that just makes everything they did to us over the last three years that much worse. You have another story that you put out, and I want to, I mean, I'm sorry, it's going to be story time, but the, these stories <laughs> that you're actually writing are, are absolute fire. That, that story about the um, ISAC, that, that's, the, that's a huge story. Well, but I, I actually, the, go ahead. I'm so sorry, Joe. Do you have the naval disinformation story? Yeah, that A-10. Ties in, yeah. A-10, put it up. Uh, Fiona Hill to moderate cyber disruption and disinformation discussion at Naval Institute. Fiona Hill. By the way, what did Fiona Hill do besides lie to Congress? I just want to know, just just so we're clear. She's oh. friends with Danchenko. She's friends with Steele, Christopher Steele. Well, let's yeah. let's go. I mean, but uh, Hill is infamous for her hearsay testimony in the first impeachment back in September 2021 regarding a phone call she was not party to. She was also called out by Roger Stone as a deep state operative with ties to George Soros, worked for Open Society from 2000 to 2006. She's a trained operative for Soros. Yep. Y- you know she what? Infiltrated the- I'm making my list, Brian. I'm making my list. I'm making my list. My list is getting long. You know, there, there's a there's a show called, and I'm not telling you it's a it's a list that it's just a list of people that are bad. So I'm just I'm not saying it's a terminal list. I'm saying that Terminal List was a great movie that talked about the improprieties done to his family and to other seals. This is done to all Americans, and these people are basically treating us like slaves. But I'm making a list of the of the people that are doing these bad things, not because I'm going to go kill them. I just want to be really clear: I'm not going to kill them. But I am making my list. And Brian, I have to, I have to, I have to, <laughs> I have to clarify that because if I didn't, you know what they'd say? Oh my gosh, Joe said he's going to go kill everyone. You ever, you ever watch Happy Gilmore, or excuse me, Billy Madison? You ever seen Billy Madison? Oh, I've seen it like that 5,000 times. Steve Buscemi's character, when he's oh, at yeah. the end of the movie, he puts on the lipstick and, you know, <laughs> and he crosses him off the list. People not. Yeah, we got it. We got to clarify that. But yeah, this is not a, uh, this is not a terminal list. Well, yeah. Yeah. Just I mean, it, it could, it could turn into a terminal list if we're looking at people being tried for treason. I mean, that, that could be their terminal because it's it by, by standard, by, by, by law, you're to, you're to be hung by the neck till dead. If you commit treason, it's, it, it's a, it, it is a, it is a remedy back, back to this article. Uh, According to Real Clear Investigations, Hill is a friends with Igor uh, Denchenko, the researcher responsible for the Steele dossier, as well as the author of the dossier, dossier himself, Christopher Steele. Um, Hill is close to the boss, Steele, who said she's known since 2006. She met with a former British intelligence officer during the 2016 campaign and later received a raw, unpublished copy of the now-debunked dossier. So she's the one that's handling all of this stuff for disinformation she is disinformation she is the disinformation and now she's going to be hosting a debate or excuse me a a it's not a debate it's a panel on disinformation and one of the craziest things is the first the first guest that they have not the guest herself but who she works for all right and she works for a group called the krebs stamos group 
Does that sound familiar oh! at all? Okay, so I've been wanting to talk about Chris Krebs forever. He's a lawyer, right? He's a lawyer. He knows nothing about technology, nothing about cybersecurity. But you know what? Trust me. Tr trust the science. Ah! Trust the science. Ah! That was uh, Jim Brewer. Um, <laughs> he started... <laughs> oh, I love that. Where'd you get that? Stickers. Oh, man. I made those. We got we to gotta put those out there. I made all these, man. Keep your expendable jab out of my body. Absolutely. Um, listen, Chris Krebs knows zero about technology and zero about cybersecurity. Zero. He knows less than zero. He knows less than zero. He couldn't write a paper about how to push the buttons on an election machine. He knows nothing about election machines. Nothing. And Wait, no, but he can, tell you, he can tell you safest election in American history, though. 